Friends, let us go to God um, in prayer, with our prayer for illumination. Almighty One, open our ears so that we may hear your word. Open our minds that we may understand what is written. And open our hearts to live out your holy word. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Our Old Testament reading today comes from Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verses 1 through 9. Let us listen now for these words of love. Now this is the commandment, the statues and the ordinances that the Lord your God charged me to teach you to observe in the land that you are about to cross into and occupy so that you and your children and your children's children may fear the Lord your God all the days of your life and keep all his decrees and all his commandments that I am commanding you, so that your days may be long. Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe them diligently, so that it may go well with you, and so that you may multiply greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey, as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, has promised you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is your God, the Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Keep these words that I am commanding you today in your heart. Recite them to your children and talk about them when you are at home and when you are away, when you lie down and when you rise. Bind them as a sign on your hand, fix them as an emblem on your forehead, and write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our New Testament lesson for today comes from Matthew chapter 10, verses 40 through 42. Whoever welcomes you welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward, and whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I suppose it is a strange thing to be talking about welcome on the day that I am waving goodbye. But this little piece at the end of Jesus' conversation with the disciples caught my attention. This is actually the end of Jesus' instructions to the disciples. In the very next verse in chapter 11, he sends them off to go do the work he has been preparing them for, to take the message of God's kingdom to the people in the cities and towns around them. 
earlier in this passage, he warns the disciples that some people may not be welcoming and that if so, shake the dust off your feet and move on. Don't even take the dust, not one speck of an unwelcoming place with you. I'm not at all suggesting that I'm shaking any dust off of my feet and moving on. Let me tell you, I'm going to be carrying some dust along with me. Jesus tells us what to do when we aren't welcomed, but I think the opposite is true when we are welcomed, but the time comes to move on anyway. The dust stays with us. Now, some of it, admittedly, is on a few of the books that I haven't probably looked at in a year or two that packed up. Maybe a decorative item I hadn't gotten around to dusting any. But mostly that dust is those little things in my heart, beginning with inviting me here to be one of your pastors and welcoming me in. You've welcomed me into your church home, into your individual homes. You've accepted me and welcomed me into your lives. We've worked through some very challenging and difficult times, and we have also celebrated and had times of joy together. Many of you have supported and encouraged me, and I will take a moment here to speak of my appreciation for the support and of the administrative staff who have worked with me and helped me to be better in my ministry, Ann Burdett, um, by the integrity and dedication that they have shown for their work and for mine. It has been my honor and privilege to work with the pastoral and ministry staff here at Mount Pleasant Presbyterian Church to be a part of these pastors, educators, and music staff has given me friendships I will never leave behind and whose dust I will carry with me wherever I go. You have leadership on this staff that gives me great hope for what is next in the life of this church in the world. I have developed friendships here that will not be broken by distance, and you have trusted me enough during these times that we have been together to argue with me, to question me, to be willing to listen to me. We have worked together, worshiped together, eaten together, and played together. I will carry plenty of dust from this place and these experiences into all the churches I serve after this day. This passage for today, though, is about receiving and giving a welcome and the connection and reward for receiving the one who comes in Jesus' name. The first sentence, whoever welcomes you welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me, is directed at the disciples and the people who welcome them as Jesus has sent them. But the rest of the paragraph is a more general instruction about what it means to make people welcome. Now, as you've already heard this morning, I love that Deuteronomy 6 passage. It's one of my favorite scripture passages, talking about when to tell your children about the word of God when they lie down and when they rise up and when you're at home and when you're away from home. In other words, all the time, always. 
And this passage about welcoming has the same feel to it to me. Because first it talks about prophets. Now prophets are always connected to God, but often come with words and messages that might make us a little uncomfortable. They tell us the truth, even when it's a truth that we might not want to hear. Sometimes they come with a word of comfort, but more than likely, they are challenging us to live our lives more effectively in ways that show that we are living always with the word of God as children of God, that we are true followers. So we are to welcome those who challenge us in the faith, who make us uncomfortable, who tell us the truth. And then we are to welcome the righteous. Now, these aren't the self-righteous, you know, the snotty ones. No, these are the people who are truly righteous, the just ones, the ones who have wisdom and faith and live it out in their daily lives, always. The ones I sometimes wish I could live up to, the ones I would like to emulate, the ones I sometimes wonder whether they are judging me for not being righteous enough, except that one of the things that I know about the truly righteous people is that they are well aware that they have no business judging anyone else. So mostly, those righteous that we are to welcome are the ones whose faith we most admire. So, so far we have the uncomfortable prophets to welcome, and the admirable righteous, but who is left? Well, pretty much everyone. Jesus refers to them as little ones. Now, you can take this to refer to children, but actually, throughout Scripture, Jesus sometimes refers to his followers as little ones. Sometimes he refers to those who are young in the faith as little ones, immature believers. Jesus also points us regularly to those he refers to as the least of these, the littlest ones, those who are poor or outcast, oppressed or stranger, the alien in our midst. When you rise up and when you lie down, when you are at home, when you are away, the prophets the righteous, and the little ones, all the time, and everyone. When you are at home and when you are away from home, Deuteronomy tells us, still all the time. But when we look at this passage in Matthew, the disciples weren't staying home. Jesus was sending them out. The welcoming that they were going to do was not a wait until people come to us kind of welcoming. It was a you go to them and be welcoming. There is a world outside this building. Most of you are already there right now. But it needs to know the welcome that you have to offer, that Christ has to offer that the church has to offer, the way in which you share love and support, the way in which you work and worship and care for one another. But Jesus calls us as disciples to go out there, to be out where you already are, 
to practice what it means to be welcoming. For in this passage, welcoming is, yes, something the people are supposed to do for the disciples, but then it is also something that the disciples are to do for everyone. Hospitality is not a one-way street for those of us who follow Jesus' example. For his example, we look to how he welcomed everyone. The scribe and the tax collector, the widow, the adulteress, the Samaritan, the leper, the prophets, the righteous, the little ones. He didn't always encourage them to keep on the path they were on, but he treated each one as a child of God, always. So as I prepare to leave you, I leave these words with you. Quit worrying about what used to be or what it'll be like when we can be here and wait for people to come to us. Quit trying to figure out whether you can get back to the way things used to be and letting the past dictate the future. Stop fretting about keeping the ways that are comfortable to you and figure out what it means to welcome those who are not yet a part of you. Let go of the anxiety of trying to control how the spirit moves. Trust me, it never works anyway. Instead, show people the hospitality you have in you, the Christ you have in you, the word of God that you carry with you always and everywhere. Take the grace and attention that you shower on those whom you already know and love and do the same for those Christ called the prophets and the righteous and the little ones. Do it without strings and without expectations, but take that love that you have for God and for one another and take it to show that welcome to the people of this community, no matter whether they are prophets or righteous or the little ones. There are so many little ones out there who need that welcome, and Christ's love. So many who need to know the love and welcome and hospitality that you, Mount Pleasant Presbyterian Church, are so wonderfully able to give. So take it and give it. Always. Everywhere. To everyone. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.